0: So I had to let my employees go, which was super hard. That was June of last year, which really was so upsetting because they were great employees. They didn't deserve that. I've always kind of given with my heart. And so it was just such a hard decision. So I let them go. A month later, I found out that my partner of five years had stepped out on me and I basically had to make a decision I could have fixed it but why after I supported him financially for five years I just was like how am I here are you ready to transform your life this is a no-nonsense show helping immigrants like you create generational wealth even while working full-time get ready to take notes here's your host Socket Jane.
1: Welcome back, my Great2Wealth listeners. Today, I have a treat for you. Well, it's not that kind of a treat. It's, it's a story that that is very, very inspiring. It's a story that, it, it's a perfect, perfect hero's journey. I would have been much more happy to share that that person that we're going to bring on show today is on the tail end of that journey and everything is going to be happy. Uh, the life's, life's good after that. But unfortunately, we're catching her in the middle of the journey, which is she's going through a challenging time and then she's trying to persevere and get out of it. That's really what I thought is, I think her background, we'll talk about her background as well, but more importantly, her journey is probably most of our journey. That's where you will be able to relate it because even even if it's not the exact journey, chances are you have elements of that journey in your own life's journey, or you know somebody else who has that journey. So hopefully you're able to draw inspiration you're able to draw more value and, and also get inspired that by when life beats you down, there's only two fats you can give in or give up. Are you sorry? I think I said it wrong. You can give in or fight back. And uh, Tony Marinucci, who is going to be our guest today, is the one who will never fight. She is fighting back and fighting back. Tony, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Yeah, no, I love, I love your story, love the energy. And I'm sure the, the audience will love you as well. Stoney, before we actually get started, let's ask a question. What does My Great to Wealth mean to you? The name of our show, what does that mean to you?
0: You know, it's interesting because I was reflecting on it before because the title se- seemed very catchy to me. And of course, I think the first thing when we think of wealth is money, but then I'm as I've been, you know, explained to you before we started recording, I'm kind of going through this difficult time right now, where I'm realizing that migrating to wealth, it is a journey. But within that journey, it's understanding that wealth is more than money, although money is important, because it can get you things and it can help, you know, improve the quality of your life. Wealth is truly being healthy, it's being happy, it's having, you know, good relationships. And it's really, I think, most importantly, knowing who you are, and feeling comfortable with who you are and being right. able to extend that to the world. And that to me is the journey that I hope everyone chooses to live every single day is just getting in cultivating a positive relationship with themselves so that they can have positive, a positive relationship with others.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Tony, because I think it's more more often than not, we see that if I have X dollars, Y dollars, or if I accomplish A, B, C, whatever it could be, uh, for some it's material, for some it's something else, then I'll be happy. But I think what you said was the equation is actually reversed. You are happy, everything else around you will happen if you want it to happen. If you're actually unhappy and you're waiting for somebody else, something else or somebody else to help you make happy, it's just not going to happen. Because yeah. you can't control it, what Tony does to Socket. You can, you can control what Socket does to Socket. You can definitely mm-hmm, control that. So mm-hmm. if you focus on that element, it's much easier to transition into the wealth because then your definition of wealth changes,
0: right? Exactly.
1: we are not comparing what Tony, what kind of car Tony drives. You're comparing yourself with, why is Tony so happy? Let mm. I mean, let me chase happiness rather than, rather than chase money um, mm. because most people, even after them, and we know, we, all, we, we heard stories, even if you don't know these people, that even billionaires are unhappy. Like Robert Williams, Robin Williams, yeah, There's so many stories like that. Unfortunately, are the so so-called successes—if you look at from their life externally—but but internally, they're not—they're not that happy, right? So, so mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that. I love that definition, Tony. Where are you on that journey of of wealth making? Give a little bit glimpse into. I know your story has a lot of twists and turns. So, yeah. and again, to the extent you feel comfortable, uh, you draw yeah. the boundary. You draw the boundary wherever you need to draw it. So, if you ask sure. question, you're not going to offend me by not answering it. So uh, we're going to try and go as deep as we can.
0: Okay. Well, here it is. So let's start with the highlights because then it comes just a, you know, spoiler alert, it comes tumbling down and I have a tower moment, but before that I was really living. a dream. I went to school to be a registered dietitian. I have a master's in nutrition. Before I even got my degree, I was blogging about nutrition because I was super passionate about it because I myself grew up overweight and insecure. I was teased about my weight and I was made to feel less than. I was made to feel that you know, if I didn't lose the weight, I could never be, you know, happy or I could never find a a partner. And so I put my value in my body. I put my value in my weight and I felt like I could only be happy and healthy and kind of speaking to what we were just talking about unless I lost the weight. But I actually learned that restriction wasn't the answer, it was actually part of the problem. And I actually had to stop trying to change my body from a place of hate and instead had to change it from a place of acceptance and from a place of love and gratitude and I really needed to shift my mindset around it so that I could you know just feel good in my body and my skin whatever weight or body size that ended up being at. And when I did that, I realized like, oh my God, I just found this, the secret sauce that everyone thought they were searching for and looking for that magic pill and potion to weight loss. You know, it's non-existent, but I actually found something special. I found the magic in learning to love your style from the inside out. And so I went on, I got my degree. I had my blog, it's called Tips with Tony. And for years, literally over a decade, I had been blogging. And then, you know, about five or six years ago, I decided to turn the blog into a business, you know, at... I started coaching people on helping them heal their relationship with food in their body, finding confidence within themselves. And I was really successful. I had an entire team. I had a. I did a TEDx talk in 2019. In 2020, when kind of the world was crashing down because of COVID, believe it or not, because I already had had an established uh, trust and rapport with my clientele. My business did very well Mm -hmm. and it was why I was like overwhelmed because at the time it was just me and an assistant and I was like super overwhelmed and so I decided to hire, I hired two dietitians, I had interns, I had an entire staff at first it was great. I had my time back. I had my energy back. It allowed me to the time to write my very first book, which is an extension of my TEDx talk called Once Upon a Diet. And like, things were amazing. I moved into this luxury building. I had a three bedroom apartment. I had a partner at the time. His daughter was living with us. Like I was just, I had it all. I felt like I had Mm. everything. And then, you know, I guess like post COVID things, things just started to not be as easy and be, i'm sorry but like i have things that for a while seem pretty easy for me to be successful things just started to slow, slowly start to feel harder like really hard <laughs> and it was like the things that used to work weren't working anymore i used to invest yeah. in mentors and coaches and they actually were really helpful for me fortunately i had never been burned by a mentor or a coach prior but then some some i made bad business decisions i invested in people that were not trustworthy i wasted a lot of money on stupid things and you know things just weren't easy anymore And I felt like I was trying everything I possibly could to kind of keep the business up the ground. But like, like long story short, you know, the fur this uh, a year after COVID, I made the same amount of money, but I had crazy expenses. So I didn't really have much money to take home for myself. The second year after that, I was like, What where is the money? There's no money. I can barely make payroll. Like, how am I gonna mm-hmm. keep this? So I had to let my employees go, which was super, super hard. That was June of last year, which really was was so upsetting because they were great employees. They didn't deserve that. I've always kind of given with my heart. And so it was just such a hard decision. So I let them go. A month later I found out that my partner of five years had stepped out on me and I basically had to make a decision I could have fixed it but why after I supported him financially for five years I just was like How am I, how am I here? Like I've been taking care of everybody else but myself. It's okay for everybody else to have money in their pocket and everybody else to like be okay, but I'm drowning. Like I'm facing eviction. I literally couldn't keep my head above water. I was like, what am I doing? So after I let my team go, I broke up with my partner, which by the way, I wrote a book about the parallels between dieting, dating, and romantic relationships. So Mm. the fact that like this happened to me when I'm, even though I've never claimed to be an expert when it comes to relationships, it's part of my journey and part of my story. I say I'm an expert in nutrition, but when it comes to relationships, we go through the same struggles. Like I was very open about that, but I kind of like thought I had finally like found that answer. And then I was like, nope, slapped in the face. No, you didn't. (laughs) So yeah. So I had to kind of start over. I Had really no choice, but I did have a choice. I'm very blessed. I have have my parents to lean back on. I'm 33 years old, but I'm living in my parents' basement right now, which never thought that would happen. And I'm literally rebuilding. I'm back. Just me. Just me. I don't have any staff at all. It's just me. I'm doing nutrition coaching still. I had to really make pivots uh, because just the way the world is just different. I was never, I was always like a cash-paced business. Now I'm taking insurance. I'm trying to figure that aspect out. And then in the meantime of all this hustle and bustle, I decided to get my real estate license and I'm actually really liking that. So I'm just like right now, I'm just being honest, like things have just taken a full tumble. And I think at first I was devastated. At first I was the amount of shame and God, just like complete distress of it all. Like, and when you're really in it, it's so hard to even express, like just absolute devastation and felt feeling like a failure. And I. I've taken a lot of healing. I still cry sometimes. I still go through my moments of like, how did I get here? Like, how am I at 33? I thought I was going to have it all together. My goal is to have my own talk show. I thought I would have that by now. Like, I thought I'd have more staff on my team. I thought I'd be like speaking on big stages across the United States and outside of the US even. And it's like, here I am. I feel like I'm starting from zero. Like I am completely at ground zero. However, now I'm looking at as this opportunity to rebuild and to do it again and to do it again better and bigger than I probably could have ever imagined. And so that's why I, and I wasn't going to talk about it on podcasts. I wasn't even going to talk about it on my my blog and stuff like that, but, or on my own podcast. But honestly, I feel like I'd be robbing people of the true story behind what migrating to wealth (laughs) looks like. So I appreciate you for having me here because this is it. Like I'm in the middle of it. I'm in the thick of it. And I know I'm going to get out of it. I don't know how. I'm still like kind of figuring it out. But I know that this isn't the end of my story. And that is like what I'm gripping onto with all the little strength that I have left.
1: Thank you for first of all. Thank you for being so open about it. It's easy to share your successes. And it's very hard to be raw about your failures. So first of all, thank you, for, thank you for being open because I think more people hear about it and everyone hears about overnight successes. And one day you will yeah. become an overnight success. Is the, the, But the learning and the insights and the teaching moments are these, these hardships, right? Where right. You're, you're, life's just breaking you down to remake you. We just don't see it, right? When it's happening and it happens to I know it's easy for me to say it because I'm not in it with you, but anytime you have had a tough, tough life, anytime, and if you reflect back on that and once you pass through it, reflect back, chances are you're gonna thank thank your thank life for that experience because you've right. become a better person. The process is hard. I'm not saying process is easy. It's never been easy for us. It's never been little never will be easy, no matter mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the process is hard. Tony, let's, let's actually, if, if again, that's okay, I'm going to ask you more more questions around that same realm that we're in right now. So when 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 you reflect back, right? And I think you said that you saw a lot of success and it seemed like your coaching and mentors helped you, but mm-hmm. it also seems, and I may be reading into it, so I could be wrong, that you bought a lot of revenue because you spent a lot of money to potentially mm-hmm. buy the revenue. And mm-hmm. at that at some point, that trick doesn't work that well because at some point either you don't have more money or the buying opportunity has gone away because most, people, most of the people may have figured it out. To right? mm-hmm. so help me understand what was going at that time when you say that your expenses were not down, but was, it, was your expense pattern changed? Did it change in twenty twenty from 2020 to 2021? Or yes. were you still putting the same expenses? Like, where? Give us a little, little bit more information so, if you can.
0: So a couple of things. I would say... Um, so from 2020 and 2021, I made the same exact, not the same, but pretty much the same amount of money, but my expenses like tripled. Like I Mm. was living in a one bedroom apartment, renting a one bedroom apartment by myself. And then me and my partner and his daughter, we, I, and I should, I, to be honest, paid for a luxury three bedroom apartment that in itself Mm. was like four, three to four times X the amount of rent and stuff like that. Then I had payroll on top of that. But I, at the time I was profiting so much in 2020 that it it, it was like, Oh, I can do this. I can can do this. Like it's not a problem. And my, my thought was, Oh, I have a team. So they're going to, now I'm going to be able to make even more money because I'm going to have more people. So now the profit or or it's going to be even more or whatever it was. And I mean, there's so many things I definitely didn't, my I don't want to my employees were incredible it was the way I hired was wrong like I hired with them with the idea of like I'll take care of I said I'll take care of the marketing and you guys be the dietitians Sure. But I need people to market for me, Definitely. especially because, like, even though yes, I like feel like I got a marketing degree by just self-teaching myself for ten years. <laughs> I didn't go to school for marketing. Mm. It's not my passion. I didn't become successful for marketing. I came became successful because I'm really good at what I do, and I remove myself as the coach completely. But the way I help uh, people, so you're is a face by coaching of the them.
1: brand, but you're not. People are not engaging with you.
0: Correct. I became. So it kind like of like the-
1: feel felt like, and I'm I'm putting words in your mouth. So no I'm not, it's okay. Clicking, and, click and bait, right? That we came here for Tony, but we haven't talked to Tony. We're talking to Tony's team, but we Correct. want Tony.
0: Correct. And so, mm. like. And I tried to be in the mix as much as I could by like, instead of one-to-one coaching, I would do like group stuff, but I just like couldn't, it just still, they just, there was something missing. Um, So that, but that was one layer of it. The other layer is honestly, I I still struggle with this. And I'm actually, after we are done recording with this, I'm meeting with my new accountant because I'm like, I feel like I, the reason why I haven't been able to break the success code quite yet and get to the next level is because I'm not prepared for it. What I mean by that is like, I still, like, no, I'm not the best at managing money. I know, yeah. like, there's been stages in my life where I can make a lot of money, but then I don't know what to do with it. I don't sure. know where to put it. I don't know how to organize it. I, I think, oh, it's there, so spend it. Like, I, that's kind of, like, the psychology that I'm currently working through and working on because I know that God, the universe, you know, I believe in God, but I don't I know everybody doesn't, but, like, the, God is going to bless me with this new amount of abundance when I'm ready for it, but I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad he didn't Ooh. trust me with more money because then I'd be even in more debt. I'd be like
1: Correct. worse
0: in the hole, you know what I mean? So it, I'm actually grateful that this is happening for me now than rather than when I became the millionaire that I you know hope to be, not because I care about money numbers in that sense, but because I believe that I can, and I believe that that will help me help other people.
1: And you will, you will, Tony. It's a matter of time because if you, if you already seen a pattern once, at least in your mind, you know, the mental model. Yeah. Um, exactly. The good thing is you didn't go too deep into it. You saw the success, but you also saw the success decline right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was not like you saw it after 10 years Correct. because that decline would have been much more deeper. Um, here you saw it. So coming back to it, I don't think it's going to be challenging, but I think what you're doing is, it's actually great because what you're saying is that. I'm not just going to start it. You know, you could hustle your way into, I'm going to start it and this time I'm going to do right and this and that. But you're actually breaking it down very mm-hmm. systematically saying, I don't understand finances or numbers, I should say. Yeah, uh, numbers, me and numbers. Or money, right? Or whatever. Yeah. However, people have different, different uh, I am not, I'm going to break it down. I'm not analytical when it comes to finances. So instead <laughs> of me learning it, I'm going to create a leverage and I'm going to hire somebody who's better than me numbers mm-hmm. that's probably mm-hmm. the wisest thing uh, i think people can say that you, at least you have an awareness what you're not good at right yeah and you're willing to say accept that weakness and say i'm going to move past that weakness because now i've identified it i have only two ways i can spend years learning it and getting comfortable with it and hopefully develop a passion towards it or i can hire somebody else or bring somebody else in my team who has that passion already yeah. Right. And then they take care of you managing them, but they take care of the nitty-gritties of that. So I love that. What else are you doing differently as you start looking at the new life right now?
0: I am this is a good question. What I'm really focusing on right now, and once again I understand that I'm in a position that's different than than many because I fortunately do have the support of my family right now. Yeah but i'm i'm not going to take this opportunity for granted where in the past i may have taken certain opportunities for granted i am choosing to obviously be really think things through i think that's mm-hmm. a big one so i used to be very impulsive that's how i got into not not going to lie the impulsivity has helped me in the beginning with oh, success definitely. because i think a lot of definitely. people right we 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 pause on, we overthink things and we don't take action. I've never been that person. I'm always like, let's take action. I'll figure it out later. And this time it got me in trouble. Um, (laughs) So this time I'm, I'm taking it for, you know, I'm really thinking things through. And I'm trying to really think about, okay, th- if I do this, this will happen. If I don't do this, this will happen. If I do this, this will happen. I'm really trying to th- see all my options, but not staying stuck and overwhelmed either. So kind of finding the balance within that. Mm-hmm. And then within the rebuilding phase, I mean, I think it always goes back to like the basics of just – if it doesn't feel good to me, I don't I, I don't want it. Like I I'm yeah. really focusing on the basic things that I preach every day, which is like getting back fitness is super important to me, it's something that I value. So like just getting back into the fitness makes me feel good. Spending time with people I love. Like honestly, like I'm I'm not even I know the business stuff is going to work itself out, especially when it comes to just me as an individual if I don't have a team like and because I know how to do that, that I've always been successful at, like I've always been able, like I can make a good, I can make a good living just working for me and only man's being a right. solopreneur, which is fine. And maybe I stay there. I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure. But I do feel like before I can do that. I just have to build a solid foundation. So that's really what I'm working on is building a solid foundation from a business perspective, but more importantly, a personal perspective, you know, making sure I'm sleeping well, making sure I'm hydrating well, making sure I'm moving my body with intention, challenging myself with my physical fitness, and then, you know, eating balance. And, you know, fortunately, I've healed that part of me for a long time. So that's just something I naturally, I do now. I just eat well. But for someone who's listening to this, where they're feeling like really stuck, like, that would probably be the best place to start. And then you can go beyond that.
1: Love that. Tony. Tony this, this, this is a golden, golden nugget episode because there's very few times where we hear that much specificity on how would you move forward. Let's actually mm. also go back, Tony. What were you, when did you realize things are not going to work out? In the business. Like, what was the trigger point? What was the trigger point? <laughs> but I never point? actually wanted to believe it. That's exactly, <laughs> I think that's exactly what my hunch was. So help me understand. Did you see the glimpse of it uh, in 2020? So many it?
0: opportunities to redo it and do it better. Oh, God. First of all, on a personal level, me and my partner probably should have broken up 10 times, literally. And we've had mm. opportunities to break up 10 times. Like, literally, like mm. that in itself, because Listen, I put myself here, but it does take two to tango. So you have to remember that. So, like, who, and I used to listen to podcasts about how important it was when you choose your life partner. And, you know, if you can't talk finances with them, it's, you got to be able to be on the same page. Like, you got to feel like all that. So, that in itself, you know, I probably should have let go a long time ago. I actually talk about this in my book. So, I encourage you guys my, it's my book is really good I'm not I'm not just saying that it's the number one bestseller and it actually like people everyone tells me it's like a quick read and there's just a lot of a lot of healthy nuggets no pun intended um but <laughs> basically like or should I say pun intended so in my book I talk about planters and bouncers a planter is someone that like you know when things are going well and then they stop going well they are just going to fixate on when it was well. Mm -hmm. And they are just going to continue to fight for when it was good. And they are going to, no matter how crappy the circumstances, no matter how, excuse my French, but like shitty things are, they are just going to like, make it work. Like no matter what they, they they're planting some themselves there. They are like, I'm going to see this through. I'm going to force it. It has to work. Like it has to work. Whereas we have bouncers, which bouncers are kind of like, you know, starts working. And then all of a sudden, like it doesn't. And the second it stops working, they completely bounce. They're like, no, nope, yeah. not, not going to try too hard. No, thank you. Right. And so we need to kind of find like the balance between that. But why I'm bringing this up is because I am a planter through and through. I see mm. hard work and I'm like, let's try harder. I see, I feel like it, no matter what I, it is, I feel like I, I decided that this is happening, so I'm going to make it. And so right. although we know that like that is the key to certain successful people, we also have to remember that there needs to be flexibility and it might not be the way that you expect it. And if you stay so firm on it needs to look this way and happen this way, you're going to miss the opportunity of where it could have been and how it could have actually worked out for you better. So- i say that to say that like i i planted myself in this idea that i this is going to work both my relationship both the business like but then even i hired two dietitians right off the bat i probably could have should have just hired one and tested it before i hired two and then that second dietitian actually decided within like six months or so that she was going to actually pursue her own business which i'm happy for and was happy about it and it was then that i probably should have just been like okay. Okay, great. And then just kept the one. But nope, I hired another one right away. Like, I shouldn't have done that.
1: (laughs) Why did you, Tony? if, If I may ask you, why did you?
0: Because I think at the time, even though things weren't working... I was still, I really also think I was also burnt out. You know, you have to remember, like I had been doing nutrition coaching and I've still been doing it for now. At that point, it was like 10, 10 years or something. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, and I had gotten my, I was work pursuing to get my real estate license. So in my mind, I was like, I don't have time to. Co- I have to just
1: business. Yeah. yeah,
0: I have to I'm trying to start a new career. I'm trying to yeah. start, start, you know, and, and I want to say new like a dual career like I kind of <laughs> was like, but I, I still need someone to run mine <laughs> while I pursue this one. So my brain was just, you know, Just trying to, you know, make it do, make it work, whatever. And uh, yeah, but you live and you learn. We're here now. Yeah, I think
1: it's (laughs) what what you fell into, Tony, I believe, it's probably a very typical pattern of working. You were in the business. You Mm -hmm. had to be on the business before you Mm -hmm. moved on to real estate or any other venture you had. I think think you really thought that you had the systems, the procedures, the team and everything else that you can you can remove yourself from the nitty gritties, but it seemed like your team wasn't ready there or your systems and processes were not there. I don't know what was going on. Um, yeah. I think you it can, it can see that it's, a, it's definitely a possibility that, and, and a lot of entrepreneurs do that, not just you. It's not a knock on you. It's, and even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you're an employee, if you're a W-2 somewhere, you're probably doing the same things. Mm-hmm. And if you got a team underneath of you, you feel you're empowering them. So you go move on to bigger and better pastures and the team crumbles, mm-hmm. right? For whatever reason, they crumble. And it could mm-hmm. be a variety of reasons was not right. You didn't provide them enough support or they were not ready for the load, amount of load or responsibility. There could be a variety of reasons and that's probably 20 different podcasts together. Why some why, why teams sometimes fail and it's an important reflection. So thank you again. I keep thank you because I think this is this is a... This is a great episode for that regards because a lot of people are falling in that trap. But to the same point, I love your definition of planters and um, what was the second bouncers. News? Bouncers. I yeah. like that analogy because there is a point where you say it's no longer going to work. Yeah, there's,
0: there's, it's like I use the de- in my TEDx talk. I talk about Cinderella stepsisters and like that's why it's called my book is Once Upon a Diet. My TEDx talks Once Upon a Diet because it's kind of a lot of the parallels between, like. Disney and just so many things. But point being is like Cinderella's stepsisters, like the shoe was never gonna fit them. Like they tried right. to jam it, but like they weren't meant to marry the prince, like Cinderella right. was. So right. you can try so hard, but like it's never gonna fit. So the sooner yeah. the sooner you realize that, the better off you are.
1: Perfect. Which is I always say that the first thing everyone has to do, either you're an employer or an entrepreneur doesn't matter. You have to get your life in a line, yeah. right? Because if your life is not aligned, if your goal is to marry a prince, and and you are not in the not in the not you're not surrounding yourself in that crowd, it's going to mm-hmm. be very hard. Doesn't mean it won't happen. It's going right. to be very hard, right? right? If your goal is to have a successful business, but you're not comfortable. And we'll use you as an example, uh, and just as an example, doesn't mean it can't change. If you're not comfortable with numbers, you can't run a business without understanding numbers. Period. Mm-hmm right? Mm-hmm. Because business is all numbers because it's very black and white Either it works or it doesn't work. Right. Either yeah. you have the revenue or you don't have the revenue. No, yeah. I kind of sort of have the revenue. No, there's none. Unfortunately business is black and white and, and which is, which is what number is and numbers are the data is what's going to tell you if a business is working or not working. And mm-hmm. same with me, right? When I started up, I, I wanted to scale so fast. I hired like five, seven people. I'm like, what? What are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my my mentality was, if I have the team, I'll be pressured to find business. I'm like, that's just wrong. Yeah. So to them, to me, yeah. To my family, yeah. Because I'm just creating additional sales. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna hire when I'm ready to hire. Period. Mm-hmm. And when I'm ready to hire is when I don't have enough hours in the day, or enough when I'm, when I'm getting to the bed, bone tired. That means I'm ready. But yeah. for me. Now that can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people at that time when I was thinking about hiring is that what do I need to do differently? What Mm -hmm. needs to happen before I pull the trigger? Not if I pull the trigger, hopefully things will happen. It's what needs to happen before I pull the trigger. Just I had to, I had to reverse the equation. So I think for a lot of us, it's probably in the same, look at your life situation. If you're in the situation where you're thinking about pulling a trigger, ask yourself a question, is your life ready for that trigger to be pulled yeah and
0: one other one other thing i will say is that because like i one one i did hire i there's certain people that stand out in my mind that were like Above and beyond amazing. And then there were others that maybe a little need a little bit more yeah. coaching. And everyone can be coached, but I, I do feel that when I do hire again, a couple of things that I know I'm gonna do, I'm gonna I, I'm only gonna have the best of the best because yeah. otherwise it's not worth my time and energy. They have to do it better than me.
1: Right. Um
0: otherwise I'll just do it myself. Like that's why I'm I'm gonna Very hire true. that. And the other thing is I actually have someone who still helps me with like my podcast editing, and he had mentioned he also does things like for. You know, my website, you know, is completely outdated because I haven't been had the funds to redo that, um, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I'm when I slowly I'm starting to have him like kind of do other things, and I'm already kind of feeling like how great would it be if I had one person that did multiple things rather than having to hire multiple people for each thing like if i can have my web guy be my podcast guy be my editing guy be my like how cool is that right so i would say that like that is something that's starting to become more clear as i'm rebuilding is that when i do hire again it's going to be a lean team but they're going to be a badass
1: lead team. Like, yeah. they're going to each important. person's going to do it's a important. lot of
0: things. They're going to do a lot of things really well, and they're going to do them better than ever. I could, ever
1: could. No, I, I love that, Tony. Tony, this is great. Like, I think I think I can talk to you forever because there's so many nuggets that we can draw. And I'm already thinking about how am I going to make some change in my own life oh. just by this uh, this conversation. So, thank you again for being on the podcast, Tony. To thank us, you for having uh, me. In the, in the interest of time. We're going to shift towards the last segment of our podcast here. First question really is, I mean, you're fairly young, so but if you were to look back at your life or maybe ask the question differently, there's a 20-year-old Tony somewhere listening to the mm-hmm. show. What's one advice you would give to that Tony?
0: Be patient. Be patient. Don't rush. And allow it to happen when the timing is meant to happen. Like, put your head down, get to work, Do the best you can show up for yourself every day, be the best version of you possibly can be. But like, like, honestly, I'm still learning this right now, but I just, you have to just trust that it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. Right. And continue to just look for answers and, you know, the best answer is usually within you. But yeah, that's all, that's what I would say. Be patient, get to work.
1: Awesome. Tony, D, coming from a place for vulnerability, I'm going to ask you one more question, which is probably you have to dig a little bit deeper on that is, where do you feel humanity as a whole has a gap right now? Where should Ooh. humanity migrate to?
0: Connection. I think we are so disconnected i think we need to get back into earth like i think we need to be outside i think we need to take a break from screens i appreciate you guys listening to this but i think you need to like get in your own you know listen to yourself more (laughs) um you know like i think we're we're missing humanity is missing being human i'm sorry but like everything is just so there's all these like filters and glam and it's i think you think everyone deserves to feel beautiful but like you, you got to learn to find that beauty within yourself. And yeah. And I think that, I think we're missing connection, connection with self and connection with others and connection with God or the universe.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Tony. This is great. Tony, where can people find you?
0: Uh, Instagram is probably the best place at tips underscore with underscore Tony with an I, or I have the tips with Tony podcast, which is starting to go through a little bit of a transition. So you're going to hear a whole lot of everything, health, wellness, but most importantly, just like life and motivation, inspiration, helping you to cultivate that stronger connection within you.
1: Love it. Tony, thank you again for being on the show. Really appreciate it. For all my listeners, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, hopefully this story, I know it was a very different kind of uh, episode we did today, but it was really needed, especially as we come into the February, the New Year resolution is still pretty hot, right? You're, you're still thinking you have 12 months out, life's good, uh, but life can change any moment. So we have to be ready for that and we have, to, we have to build the muscle when the life is good to handle the challenges when life is not so good. Um, so hopefully you got, we got value from this. Again, Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Again, Tony.
0: Thank you. If you got value from this episode, you might consider sharing this content with a friend, but most importantly, be sure to take action on what you've learned. One way you can take the next step is to connect directly
1: with Socket on an investor call. That link is waiting for you in the show notes below.